I have the great privilege this afternoon to uh, have uh, Michael Cassidy on the line. And, you know, I I even want to stand uh, to attention as we did way back in the army when I introduced this man. I want to call you Sir Michael Cassidy. Michael, good afternoon and welcome. <laughs> good afternoon, you yeah, and I certainly don't call me sir. Um, <laughs> well, I can tell no, you a, something, Michael. If I, if I, thank you. If I were king, uh, I would uh, promote you to uh, to be Sir Michael Cassidy, just because of one way you have lived your life. What a privilege! To have a man of God in his 85th year with all life's ups and downs with us and uh, even including battling blood cancer, leukemia. And here you are this afternoon to testify to God's faithfulness in your life. Uh, it's such a privilege. And I say that from the depth of my heart to, uh, to have you on air with us this afternoon, sir. Well, thank you very, very much. Certainly, my testimony is to a God who has been faithful. Um, when I think of the degree to which I have let him down, failed him, uh, sinned against him or others, I'm just amazed that I'm still going and I'm still in the Lord's work and I'm still in ministry. And um, it's all been thanks to the Lord's faithfulness and he's seen me through. And I bless him for that. I really do. Glory to God, Michael Cassidy. Your book, Deep Waters of Discipleships, Thoughts for Christians in Crisis. There are so many Christians going through deep waters at the moment. You know, I just received one of the messages earlier on. We do receive so many messages whilst we on air and broadcasting and I had this message earlier on from a gentleman called Kuus Skols in Afrikaans saying, Dominee Johan, ek soek een bietje bemoediging. Ek krij morgen die uitslag van my onkoeloog en die duivel bly my heel dag lastig val. Um, Kuus Skols, and I sent him the Lord's word from Isaiah. When you go through the deep waters, I'll be with you. This gentleman, Kuis Kohl, just saying earlier on this afternoon, about an hour ago, he sent me a WhatsApp uh, to the studio and just saying he's going through deep waters. He's awaiting the results of uh, the oncology report, and uh, he just needs some comfort this afternoon. There are so many people, Christians, going through. What would you tell them? Well, Johan, I think... You think I, I think um, the first thing I would want to say probably is that in some way deep waters are par for the course. Mm. Um, the Lord has has not said we're going to have a trouble-free ride. Yes. He's not said we're going to have a, uh, a life without pain uh, um, or testings or struggle. But in fact, to to the very contrary, uh, he has said in his word that, uh, for example, through um, Peter, he says, don't think it's strange concerning the fiery ordeal which is to try you, as though some strange thing were happening to you. But 
rather rejoice. That's 1 Peter uh, 4 and verse 1. James 1.12 also said, Blessed is the man who endures trial, for when he stood the test, he will receive the crown of life. And um, this, this, is, this, is, this is the norm. The Lord has said we are to anticipate it. It's part of our, part of our training. Hebrews even says if we don't have deep trials and chastenings, we can doubt the legitimacy of our sonship or daughtership. Hebrews 12, verse 10, for example, says, no, Now no chastening for the present seems to be joyous, but grievous or painful. Nevertheless, afterwards it yields the peaceable fruit of righteousness to those who are exercised thereby. So I think the very first thing I would want to say is, it's not strange God has allowed something into your life, um, and he's sovereign in our lives. Sometimes we don't understand uh, how or why or why it's come in a particular form, but he's allowed it, and he will walk with us through it. Jesus didn't come into the world to to uh, uh, solve the problem of suffering, but he came to demonstrate that he was ready to be part of it, he was ready to enter into it, and he understands it. He's a high priest who understands these things. So I, I think I would want to say it's it's par for the course, anticipate it, and then go to the Word and uh, seek his comfort. Share it with other people, uh, because other people are in need. That's why I've written this little book, deep waters of the disciple, because I believe that all around us are people who are in deep waters. And even now, listening to this program, and uh, there, there may be someone out there, dear friend, and you really are in deep trials, in a deep trial. But I want to tell you, the Lord can see you through it. He will see you through it if you, if you look to him, and um, he'll bring you the comfort that you need. Uh, and th- this is our confidence as believers that we have a Lord walking with us, alongside us. And that's a blessing to my heart. Amen to that. Michael Cassidy, also the founder of African Enterprise, but we'll talk about that in a while. Michael, you just touched on the Word of God, and the Word of God is always center. It's central to our uh, uh, enduring the situations of, say, for instance, disease or illness or doubt or despair, the, the trials, tribulation, marriage problems, bereavement, financial problems, whatever it may be. Um, but eventually, as you just quoted James one twelve, uh, the crown of life is ours. And though it may not seem in this side of our lives, we are we are called to an eternal life, and we so many a times lose perspective of the fact that this part of life, um, as God's children, in comparison with the everlasting life, is such a short period of time, if I could put it that. How can I now, whilst I am in this side of life, wear the crown of life through the resurrection power of Christ. 
Yes, I mean, the Apostle says, for example, in Romans 18, 18 uh, you, you know, he, he, he says the sufferings of this present time are nothing compared to the glory that will be revealed in us. Correct. And then, and then late at the end of Romans 8, he has a catalogue of things where says nothing can separate us from the love of God and Christ Jesus, our Lord. Not life, not death, not trials, not tribulations, not principalities, not powers, not things present, things to come, things in earth or under the earth. Nothing can separate us. He's falling over himself to find vocabulary, falling over himself to say nothing can separate us. So whatever we are going through, we are not separated from the love of God. I I have been tremendously blessed and helped you on, um, by Psalm 23, 6, saying, Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. And I want to say to any of you out there in a trial right now that goodness and mercy, whether you can are aware particularly of it or not, but goodness and mercy are there in the mix. Goodness and mercy are following you all the days of your life, whether you are happy and healthy or whether you've just heard you've got cancer or whether there's, there's, there's been a bereavement or whether you have a serious illness or whether you're facing death down the line, goodness and mercy are there in the mix. We need to hold on to that. Our God is a God of goodness and mercy, and uh, that's what the Word of God tells us. You just remind me of that old song. You remember it. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. Michael, I want to ask you, when you were diagnosed with the the cancer of the blood, uh, leukemia, uh, how did you handle that personally? Well, again, I was... was I was blessed by the word and I was blessed by God's people. I, I had a wonderful young colleague working for me. Um, and uh, uh, her, her name was Megan, the editorial assistant to me in my book writing. And she prayed over me with uh, loving concern, even tears actually. And then she gave me 139.16 which I've held on to ever since, where the psalmist says, in thy book were written every one of them, the days that were formed for me, or numbered for me, before as yet there was any one of them. Mm. Amazing. Every In his book were written every one of our days, from conception right, right through to death. So that means that God is in charge in my life. It means that I won't leave planet Earth one second early, I won't arrive in heaven one second late, that I have a God who is in charge. That made an enormous, enormous difference, that I wasn't a, I wasn't alone in this thing. And the Psalm 23 was a great anchor as well about goodness and mercy uh, uh, following me all the days of my life. And then just, you know, the prayers, care, love of God's people, Um that saw me through and continues to see me through. Um, and I thank God I've got some other plagues as well that, uh, that that bother me or any th- things that could take me out. But I'm just so 
rejoiced in this knowledge of a God who is in charge of my life. Every every day, beloved, whoever you are, wherever you are, please know every day is a gift from the Lord. And hold on to that truth and rejoice in it and uh, in, in, enjoy the day, celebrate it, and leave the tomorrows in his care. Amen. Isn't that beautiful? Leave the tomorrows in the care of God Almighty, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Wonderful words, Michael Cassidy. Michael, you were born in 1936. Uh, You grew up in Lesotho. And uh, later on, after going to uh, Cambridge University, you met uh, Carol uh, in 1969 whilst on a mission to the University of Cape Town. Tell us about Carol and your love to your wife. (laughs) Well, I am blessed with a wonderful love, a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful wife and Carol. I could never have begun to cope with my life and ministry apart from Carol. And the way we met was very, very miraculous. The way it showed me that... The Lord showed me that she was the one for me. Uh, our coming together was something quite miraculous, and that's a separate story and no time for that now. But, you, you know, I, I do urge on all single people, you, you know, seek out God's life partner for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not his will that everybody be married. I'm, I'm aware of that, and he takes care of us well if he calls us to be single. But if he if he wants us married, it must be to the right person. And that person will be a, a, a mighty strength all the way through. Um, and uh, and uh, my, my life with Carol has, has been something that has uh, enabled me to have the ministry I have. She's, she's made a lot of sacrifice of time and so on and allowing my absences in travel for ministry. And she said, I make that sacrifice as an offering to the Lord so that you can carry out this work. Hmm. And I just say, find the right, find the right life partner. Uh, it will make a great difference. And I bless the Lord with all my heart beyond any doxologies I've got for the for for the woman he gave me in Carol and um, oh yes and we're still going strong 53 years of marriage now and uh, it gets gooder and gooder <laughs> praise the Lord for that Michael Cassidy with his wife beautiful Carol in closing I only have a minute or what before we have to go to the news I want to ask you as a Christian leader uh, Michael Cassidy, in a short sentence, your words for Christian leaders in our time. Oh, I would urge Christian leaders to stay strong. I would say don't don't turn your back on the Lord. Don't fail. Hmm. Don't compromise. Stay strong, especially stay true to the word. Hmm. Stay strong in your devotions so that you're connecting to the living God is real on a daily basis and uh, give the lead that is needed 